There we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Welcome to post-insurrection in the United States of America. <laughs> Still currently United States uh, of America. Such as it is. Last, last time I checked. But, well, you know, um, I think it really does come down set to last time we checked. Like, things are happening so quickly. fast. So fast. <laughs> so very Fast. Remember um, when we ran, the, we won the Georgia runoff? Yeah, that was, that was fantastic. I remember you and I talked about the statistical improbability of Loeffler and Purdue coming back. Um, we ended on a high note, right? I think we said yep. cautiously hopeful. Um, yep. I think we talked about there being an 85% chance that stuff would not go wrong the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and Apparently, you and I got it wrong. Apparently, there was an 85% chance that things would go batshit crazy the next day. Well, or that 15% just came through. That's how stats work. How You know what? Like one of my professors said, there's lies, there's bad lies, and then there's statistics. <laughs> right? So... Mr. Paul Thurman. Mr. Paul Thurman. Um, so, by the way, we can never tell him to listen out because we mentioned him by name. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. We'll owe him royalties. Um, I know. Um, it feels like there's been five months between the last time we talked seven days uh -huh. ago. Uh -huh. um, oh, and we talked briefly on Friday. Yeah, we did. And that's the other a thing, sanity right? check. And that still feels like it five years. It still feels, ago. yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, I don't know what the hell our listeners want from us because we're trying to deal with it. <laughs> you know, just like they are. But I would just tell you, just because you, just because the bomb didn't blow up doesn't mean there was a danger that it couldn't have blown no. up. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I think, I think, uh, well, you saw the, the statement by the Joint Chiefs, right? Um, I, I have not. Um, oh, uh, I mean, they're saying basically... That was really bad, Kay. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it was specifically um, directed at members of the armed forces saying like, yes. uh, oh, can't yes. do that, all right? Let, yeah, let us remind you of the rules here. <laughs> yeah. This is what you are not allowed to do. And this is actually who your oath is to. <laughs> right. <laughs> it right. is to country, right. not to person. Yes, um, yeah, exactly. So the, I mean, that was an extraordinary, we talked about, the um, former secretaries of defense yes. saying the military would not get involved. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was extraordinary to begin with. Now the statement from the joint chiefs, I think that there's, um, you know, the, the investigation is in its early days, but they're, these people are being briefed, right? And they see stuff that we're not seeing. And mm -hmm. this, this suggests to me that, um, you know, they're, they're talking about doing CID uh, checks on people who are, are, are who uh, armed services members who are assigned to guard the in, the um, inauguration, right? Like they they're wow. really worried. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're really worried and embarrassed. I mean, frankly, I mean, a lot of this obviously is, is over, you know, potentially overreaction now because they've got egg on their face from mm -hmm. from the sixth because they well, sure <laughs> did look like idiots on the Wednesday. <laughs> you know the the. The idea, and so, so for our one listener, um, can you please talk to them about what a CID check is? 
Uh, it's internal um, investigation. So it's, it's basically whatever army detectives, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is this like, I think they're criminal investigations division. That's right. Yeah. 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 So in other words, they're, they're having current members of the armed services, armed forces, uh, uh, being you know running through a background check to see if they have affiliations with white supremacists. Mm-hmm. And, no- and normally that background check is done to, if I understand correctly, to make sure that there is no exposure ahead of time. That's right. Um, and the fact that you know whether it be private Facebook groups or um, yeah. you know parlor. <laughs> so we'll get guess- to that. We we'll will get, get to, to that. that, Sebastian. Right? Because I don't, I don't think, I don't think the alt right understands how web and parlor works, and I also <laughs> no, don't think they understand how technology works. Like, but yeah, we will, we'll, we'll save that for a little bit. But we'll get to that. <laughs> I mean, the, and you know, I, I, you know, because I've talked to some people, and they're like, oh, you know, the impeachment's gonna, you know, why do this again? He's only gonna go away for twelve days. And I think you and I might have talked about it, but it's, again, if you do not smack the knuckles of the bratty five-year-old, this is what you're going to get. And the idea that, yeah. you know, I see a lot of magination um, in 2016, it was just like, you know, screw you, screw your liberal feelings, screw you, snowflake, it's four years of hell, you know, release the Kraken. And I was just like, oh, you know, can you please have some healing and understanding? I know. There's a lot of upset people out there. <laughs> you know what oh, Sebastian if only there was a catchphrase to cover how I feel about their feelings <laughs> if only there was a German word that could perfectly <laughs> yes. capture somebody, somebody tweeted I need a German speaker to explain how I feel about <laughs> the right wings for hurt feelings exactly uh, exactly well you know um, I think I might have sent you a screenshot of a tweet, you know, just, you know, think back to what we heard in 2016, you know, are you a snowflake? You need to respect the president. If you don't like this country, move, you know, shh, adults are yeah. talking, the people have spoken, right? And, and you know, in the, in the way that there's always a tweet for that, <laughs> you know, just, yeah. just going back well, to- Well, and, and we know, we knew back then that they oh, yeah. only meant yeah, what protection did we say? of yes. their own- Voices, like not anybody else's. This is absolutely only about when Republicans win and Democrats lose. This is never about That's right. when Democrats lose. And I think, um, although you know, although one halfway decent speech in no way erases you know the eight years of obstructionism that, or at least the six years of obstructionism that um, that have been visited upon us by McConnell, I did six. I, well, we're on, we're on twelve now. Well, there's a, well, because no, because we did have, I think Obama had the majority for two years, right? 2008 to 2010. Oh, that's You're right. Yeah, yeah. So 10 years. We'll not, give it 10 not, years. In the, not in the Senate, though. In um, the I, thought he had, I thought he had the Senate because that's how we got uh, uh, health care passed. And then we, and then things all went wrong um, in the right. midterms. <laughs> and then in God, 2010, yeah. um, things happened. Ugh, those, those midterms were heartbreaking. Uh, well, yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you this, even before I get on that little diatribe about liking a piece of Mitch McConnell's speech, I will tell you that midterms as a Democrat no longer strike as much fear into my heart as they do. I know. Because we figured out how to get the vote out now. It, we figured out how to get the vote out, right? You know, it's not about trying to appeal to 
what's the term economically dissatisfied or disenfranchised voters in Iowa and Wisconsin? It's really just about getting more people out to vote. Yeah. You know, yeah. if, if you can't change hearts and minds, then you get new hearts and minds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, and, and you're right. I mean, 2018 was such a lesson in just yes. how important it is just to turn out, show up, like follow the lead of black women, basically, who've been showing up for Democratic candidates forever. You know, and it's, it is, it is indicative of, I, I hope it's indicative, excuse me, um, that now local politicians can really just tell national, give us the money. We know how to spend it. We know what to do. And I know you yes. and I chatted about it last time, but I think it bears repeating that. Yeah. How yeah. about we just get out of Stacey Abrams' way? Exactly. <laughs> or, or whoever the state. Yeah, exactly. State right. Just, you know, I mean. And also, also campaign as a party, right? Like yes. uh, um, Warnock and, and Ossoff, we're very effectively campaigning for each other as well, which I think is super smart. You know, and I think the idea is, you know, if you have Warnock people who aren't necessarily enthused about Ossoff, or if you have Ossoff people that weren't necessarily enthused exactly. about Warnock, you know, yeah, getting exactly. them into a group to talk about why they should be at least 95% is enthused about the other candidate and making it stick. And like you said, you know, they, they actively campaigned together. I mean, I know that Loeffler and Purdue kind of picked up on it a little bit, but it seemed like they were just running two separate individual campaigns yeah. against yeah. the joint team of, of Wausau, of uh, Wausau. Yeah, I'll just call them Wausau. <laughs> Wausau. <laughs> <laughs> we had Benefer. <laughs> now yeah, we exactly. have Wausau. <laughs> um, uh, we do. Got a ring to it. Way, call our lawyer and trademark that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late the campaign exactly over. right it's in the public sphere now it can be used freely yeah um but yeah i think even even rotating back a little bit um to what i was talking about in terms of that whole mitch mcconnell thing like this the the part of the speech that he talked about in terms of you know this being very consequential um part of it um and you know the idea that you know the people have spoken and moved on again because of who delivered the message i'm a i'm a i'm a little because of the messenger, I can't quite get my head around the oh, message. Oh, no, he's, make no mistake, he's still an evil, oh, yeah. evil, evil person. Evil man, right? <laughs> well, you know, it, well, what are we I mean, back honestly, to? He's, he's, he's also, uh, you know, he's one of the finest political calculators alive, right? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he got, uh, you know, an, uh, a whiff of where the wind was going before I think mm -hmm. most on the right did. And, you know, now you've got Liz Cheney coming out and saying she's going to vote for impeachment. Um, Which I think is, because she's the number three in the House, if I remember number correctly. Number three. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I know um, uh, uh, Tom Watson on Twitter said, this isn't a lone backbencher. This is, this is yes. a block. There's a block coming with her. And under the safety of the umbrella of the Cheney vote. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. Um, That's right. So we, yeah, we, we've talked about this a couple of times, and I think because thing, because because like Ferris Bueller said, life comes at you fast. Um, mm -hmm. Talk to me about the viability of the current Republican Party in light of Oof. Wednesday. <laughs> I would not like to be them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, 
I think we used the phrase chickens coming home, home to roost last mm -hmm. podcast. That's mm -hmm. that's they just accelerated it by, um, you know, the the ridiculous criminality of of what uh, Cruz and mm -hmm. Holly and uh, Brooks and uh, a couple of others did. And um, the one hundred and thirty eight other of them. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, the I mean, in terms of the leaders of that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The ones who are giving it some, uh, you know, some some at least appearance of credence, you know, credibility mm -hmm. or whatever on the Republican mm -hmm. side. So, yeah, I mean, you know, they were they were in fact, Angus King uh, on Vermont. The, oh, sorry, on, on 60 Minutes, the independent from Senator. Yes, Vermont, I saw. Yes, said, I did see that. Yeah. Said on 60 Minutes um, that uh, in his opinion, they were all just doing it to put their name down as someone who is loyal to Trump mm. uh, as, you know, looking forward to their next election where mm -hmm. they, they wanted to retain his base. I, I think they're idiots because I think that they're, his base goes with him and he's yes. not loyal to anybody but himself and really has no interest in politics other than his own self-enrichment, you know, I mean, by, uh, you know, if he's not in prison by the time of the next <laughs> midterms, he, he could be, you know, like having, uh, if, if the, if the conspiratorial winds blow, uh, entirely in the opposite direction, he could have like a OAN style Newsmax style, uh, uh media company that's supporting Democrats. Who knows? Like he doesn't have any, yes. if he thinks yes. that would enrich him, he'd do that. He doesn't care. You know, and they're just, I, it's its stunning to me that they don't understand his complete lack of loyalty. Like he's, he's demonstrated nothing but that for his entire <laughs> life. Like, but no, I'm different. He really likes me. Well, you know, um, we've had some conversations in our work Slack channel. And one of the comments that I keep coming I back to all the <laughs> damn right. Um, and one of the comments that we keep coming back to is, or at least the comments that I keep coming back to is, you know, this is why we don't keep piranha as pets. Like, this yeah, is exactly. why we don't yes. keep piranha as pets. Like, to your point, Sebastian, you don't, con you don't control the storm, you don't control a hurricane. And it is no. the height of egomaniacism to think that you could control this like yeah what's the, the the internet joke um leopards ate my face says lady <laughs> who voted for leopards ate my face party <laughs> exactly. exactly who could have thunk it who could have seen this um so yeah it's it's and i mean you know when i look at you know it's it we're clearly we're on you know let's turn page looking part don't know. I just don't know that it's going to be easy to do that. And I think, or at least I feel, um, that there seems to be enough Democrats that are not willing to just roll over and turn. The no. Page. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, my fear over the weekend was, mm -hmm. I mean, the, there was the, there was the shock. There was the, you know, there was to their credit, there was the immediate um, uh, you know, slight show of unity to, mm -hmm. to come come back together in the in the joint session that night, which was great. I think that symbolically that was extremely yes, important. That was big. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was also terrible that so many Republicans continued on their on their path of objecting. In a, you know, in a crime scene, they decided to do this. Yeah, I saw a tweet yeah. like the other day that just like don't forget that these people objected to the results of election at a crime scene where people yes. had died. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's um, beyond any kind of, uh, it's beyond the pale. It's just <laughs> unconscionable. But anyway, then the, 
the then there was sort of disarray and like what's going to happen is anything happening what are we supposed to do mm-hmm. um and then i think pretty steadily uh the the republicans started to turn to well first first of all obviously on sunday um pelosi announced that they would bring the article of impeachment or i guess it's now mm-hmm. two articles of impeachment um to the floor on monday along with uh um, you know, a, 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 a whatever a demand that that Pence um, yes, invoked exactly, the and giving him twenty four hours, mm-hmm. um, and the immediate Republican response was like, "No, don't don't impeach again. You're going to divide the country further. You may provoke further acts of violence and sedition by going after him for really? violence and sedition." Nope. <laughs> Which is like, it's so bald faced. It's like, yeah, we don't negotiate with terrorists it's really simple like there's such a simple rhetorical response to that it was very very poorly thought through messaging i mean not like they had yeah. a lot of choices that was really their only mm. you know um uh, their only move was to well, say like, go- can't we all just get along well here's the thing if if all you have in your tool belt is a hammer every problem looks like a nail right and so yeah. i think what you saw was republicans going back to that rote playbook that clearly right. needs to be rewritten and and i don't think works anymore and is even tone deafier, more tone deaf, um, <laughs> than tonier It's tone, tone, tonier deafer um, <laughs> than it appears before because you know people have actually died. And I think you know when we yeah. when we see the Republican tone defitude, um, I'm just gonna keep trying stuff out to something that works. Um, when we see when we see the Repul- when we see the Republican the- tone defecation, <laughs> you know, it just really drives to the idea of you know again let's go with what works let's go with what we think works let's you know let's let's circle the wagons you know it's time to move on it's time to move on about healing and I got to tell you that I think it also bears repeating like you know not only the squad but also a Corey Bush and a Hakeem Jeffries. And I think they really underestimated how personally Nancy Pelosi took that attack. Mm-hmm. Not from an attack of her person, but she, I think, sees herself as one of the human embodiments of the House. And they didn't just mm-hmm. attack, you know, the House of Representatives, they attacked the American right. House of Representatives. It's almost like no she way. takes her responsibility mm. to the American people seriously. It's it's <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing, but yeah, that um, she is a badass. She, she is, really I, and badass. I and I think I saw the same sixty minutes that you did with Angus King. Yeah. I think they had her, and you yeah, know, just just looking at just looking at what happened. Um, and I know you and I talked about this on the phone. We didn't necessarily talk about it in the podcast because it hadn't happened yet. Um, because it hadn't happened yet. If we had, how cool would that have been? (laughs) So listen, guys, you definitely, definitely want to stay away from DC tomorrow. Um, (laughs) But yeah, the tomorrow being the sixth. Truth be told, um, there was a lot on Black Twitter as well as you know things like the Root, where people were just like, you know, stay the fuck away from DC. Stay away. Yeah, I know. I saw it too. Don't go there and. You know, again, trust black women. Black women tell you to stay away from DC. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe that. <laughs> I'm gonna believe that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna go with that now. Them and the uh, the 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 
regional office of the FBI, I think in Maryland, that uh, wrote a memo saying uh, there's a risk of war breaking out on Wednesday in D.C., yes. which is completely contrary to everybody initially going like, oh, we had an intelligence failure. We had no way of knowing this was going to happen, which was just utter crap. Well, you know, and again, let let the let the butt covering, you know, start and commence. But, you know, when, when Stacey Abrams runs the January 6th Commission on Truth, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna, I, I don't even think we know the depth oh. of the failures to this yes. point. We've well, seen not just the, failures, I, a conspiracy. I'm, I'm, I am yeah. certain that this yeah. was an inside job in many, many ways it from, too. from the, the, you know, the drawback of resources to protect the Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, the, by the way, the, uh, I just read today, the permit that the, um, Park services issued was for 5,000 people, and then it was amended to 30,000 people, and they did not alert the uh, mm. law enforcement agencies that should have known. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, everything was rigged to have as little presence and as little response as possible. And that's before you even get to things like uh, Larry Hogan saying, yeah, I was, you know, uh, 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 Steyer was begging me for my National Guard. I was trying to deploy them. And DOD was saying I didn't have authorization. You know, you know, I mean, there was that one tidbit uh, on, I think, on Wednesday or Thursday when um, a White House insider anonymously said that uh, his legal counsel, I think it was Cipollini, uh, David Mm -hmm. Cipollini, said to Trump, you have personal exposure. And that's when he recorded that yes. video and said, exactly. like, we want peace mm-hmm. and we, you're very special and I love all of you. <laughs> and I know the election you could was almost rigged. hear You could hear Eric in the background going, ah, <laughs> dad, <laughs> what <know>. about me? <laughs> I mean, so even if we, so yeah, I think, you know, there, there's, that's also one more, um, you know, I think nail I don't want to say nail in the coffin. What's the word I'm thinking? What's that's one more point to boost why DC should become a state, right? Because oh, absolutely. without self-determination, um, you know, clearly that National Guard gets in there a lot quicker if you know Governor Bowser is yeah. is is making that call, right? And so the you know there's that. I think when you look at um, you know just a lot of the information coming out in terms of you know, how, how some Capitol Police officers reacted. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we all know the story. About There's already, selfies. I can't remember how many now, I think five are suspended already. Yeah, I've, I've seen two earlier, but it, I knew that there, there more were coming. Um, yeah, just like when you say, I think there are two things that, that, are, that are very troubling about that for me, Sebastian. One is what you already hit upon, the fact that there was an inside job from higher levels. But the other part, is just the lower level acceptance yeah. and normification yeah. of what was happening, right? Like even people yeah. who weren't quote unquote in on it, you know, just decided that this was a good thing. Like, you know, or, or if not a good thing, that it wasn't a bad thing. Yeah. And, you know, when you see the videos of Capitol Police officers pulling back barriers, when you see, you know, directing traffic as if it was a big tour through the house, mm-hmm. you know, um, Super disturbing. Well, and, well, and you know, it, it also, I, I dug up, a, or I think somebody referred to, anyway, there, there's a clip of uh, another 60 Minutes interview of a former skinhead saying, 
you know, 30 years ago, we had shaved heads and mm -hmm. uh, suspenders and you could tell us, us yes. apart in a crowd. And then we decided, you know, explicitly decided to mm -hmm. grow out our hair, put on suits, and we encouraged our members to uh, to go into law enforcement and the armed forces. Mm -hmm. So there's a white supremacy problem in the law law enforcement community and in the, the armed forces that we're, we are way overdue in dealing with it. Well, let's see. If you want Incredibly to do an dangerous. armed insurrection, <coughs> excuse me, if you want to do an armed insurrection and you want tactical and weapons training, um, what is yeah. the best way to do that? Go into a volunteer yeah. army that is that is actually desperate for people. Yeah, or 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 even just <coughs> go uh, into a, a local police force that happens to be buying up surplus friggin' yes. military equipment yes. and drilling yeah. like they're a paramilitary force. Like, I mean, it puts that whole trend into a definitely, definitely a very very dark light. It, you know, it, well, I mean, because it was, I mean, after nine eleven. You know, the fact that there were small communities with tanks or the equivalent of yeah. urban assault vehicles like that's right, you know, really, I, you know, Mrs. McCulloch, at least hold up in Trader Joe's and she won't come out. <laughs> Send the beast. <laughs> we'll, we'll Is get there anyone there. named Mrs. McGillicuddy anymore? Is that... <laughs> I think you're, you've just, somehow you're like a reincarnated person from the 40s or 50s, Darius. Like, your references are 30 years older than you are. Just channeling, man. Just channeling. It comes okay, to you're me, a I don't I know it. how. It just comes to me. But yeah, yeah I mean. She Shecky, uh, <laughs> the Catskills comedian is, is exactly. uh, reaching out from the spirit world. <laughs> I, I condemn you. The, I condemn you. The spirit of Red Skelton. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, but I mean, if we think back to what was happening post nine eleven, right? You know, these these communities were given hundreds and millions of dollars that they could in yeah. no way logically spend. Um, yeah. And and then and well, then we we're saw, given more. We saw in Ferguson the yes. the results yes, of that, right? You saw this highly militarized police force that was not good at keeping a community that was, you know, grieving and angry and protesting calm. <laughs> it was definitely not good at that. Well, I mean, if you, if, if, I think that also shows that when you label a thing, people will react to that label, right? It wasn't a community that was grieving over the loss of a senseless and unjustified murder. These were people who were pro, these were people who were trying to tear the fabric of law and order apart right. and they need to be dealt with as such. Right, right. And, and to your point, you know, <laughs> if, you, if, you, <laughs> if you bring out an elephant gun to shoot a fly, no matter how precise you think you may be with that elephant gun, it's still gonna have <laughs> wide ranging and dangerous effects, right? And so, yeah, yeah you know, if you, what, what's the thing? If you go out looking for a fight, you might find one. If you go out dressed in paramilitary gear with high-grade military tech and urban assault vehicles that are fortified as if they were going into Fallujah, you might tend to think about every person you see as an armed, as an armed, I don't know, as, as someone who is armed and dangerous, right? Like there's no way yeah, you can turn that off. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And, and also... Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, as we said, there's a there's a deep running white supremacist problem um, in the armed forces and the and law enforcement, which 
has wow. to be addressed, but or we're, we're never, we're never going to solve the, the deeper social problems. Well, if we, you know, because they, 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 their solution is not, not, not <laughs> acceptable at all. Well, I mean, if you, I was reading a, something the other day and it talked about, you know, what the armed forces were, right? It was a way for people, maybe some from very economically disadvantaged areas of the country to get an education, to, I mean, to one, get, to have a job, one, you know, feel, mm -hmm. feel some sense of country and purpose and usefulness, um, go off and represent America or, or just represent America for their time there. And then when you get out, there are all these benefits, right? Like, you know, there's an easier yeah. pipeline into law enforcement. There's an easier pipeline into corporate America. Yeah. Like there's a lot of yeah. paths. There's, there's the GI Bill, exactly. There's the healthcare. There's a lot of things that being in the military gets you. Um, and this article was talking a little bit about when you recruit, you know, people who are disenfranchised from, you know, that have had some, that have ethnic and racial anxiety and you give them a gun, um, you know, in some cases, this is what can happen. Now, in some cases, they did talk about the idea that when some of these people, much like college, when they had an opportunity to interact with, you know, black and brown and non-white people in the army in a shared environment, some of them did change, some of them got better, some of them yes. you know, started to really see and understand that their worldview wasn't the worldview. However, for every, you know, I think the math was for every three that kind of got on board, you know, right. one didn't. And yeah. for those 25% of people, opposite direction. Yeah. exactly. And those 25% people, you know, even when they're dishonorably discharged or, or even if they're just discharged regularly, like there's nothing on them as to your point, like there's not, there's not anything that identifies them of having, having these views. And because we don't do, I think some sort of critical behavior interviewing when we talk about who wants to be a police officer and how we view police officers, um, you know, these individuals are allowed to I think nurture and feed their most base and vile instincts in terms right. of controlling individuals or having power yes. or exerting power. power over others. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it is. I mean, the thing that's concerning to me is that uh, like what you just described is, um, you know, like the, the one third or whatever, uh, mm -hmm. one out of three sort of going the opposite direction. That's, um, that's under nor like whatever yeah. natural conditions, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the naive uh, sort of guess. Like if you're enlisting um, and you already an, are an active member of Stormfront or whatever, mm -hmm. then you're a force to actually infect more people with that. Yes, because you were actively going in trying to convert. That's right. I mean, As that's you know, to, that's yeah. that's how ISIS came about, right? About that. Like, <laughs> we we purged the Bathists from the Iraqi military and put them in uh, prison camps with nothing to do, and they except uh, talk to each other, except <laughs> talk to each other, and they radicalized, and they, as they got released, <clears throat> they formed up. Yeah, it's um. So yeah, I, I I am hopeful. I'm hopeful that. You know, and I think we talked about this maybe on some of our earlier episodes, you know, the fever has the fever has to get very, very hot in order to break mm -hmm, the virus. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think at this moment, when the country is incredibly superheated, um, I've seen signs of the fever breaking. Um, yeah, me too. And more importantly, I've seen signs of people knowing and understanding that. Yes, the fever may break, but we still need to take care of the body like it's not. It's not yeah, a fever we can course. just treat every four years. <laughs> no. It requires constant vigilance. You know, the way I've compared it to people is, I'm like, listen, 
Um, have you ever not brushed your teeth for a week? You, you see what happens there? That's the way we need to take care of this democracy. That's the way we need to treat, you know, racial equity understanding. I know it's a very sick image, but everybody in here has not brushed their teeth for a week. And we know what that feels like. And so I wanted to bring that image home. And then the what GOG happened- The is gum disease. The, the, yes, they are the cabbie creeps from Crest. They continually right. keep coming back. And, you know, <laughs> and we just need to be vigilant. So we need to continue to brush and floss our democracy every single day because we see what happens as soon as we turn our heads away and think that our demo democratic teeth are fine. Um, in come the cabin creeps, in comes tartar, right? And tartar is not something that once it's there, and by the way, this is a dental hygiene thing for our listener. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. tartar, once it's there, is not something that can be removed with flossing or brushing. It needs to right. be scraped away by mm -hmm. a dentist. <laughs> so, so, so tartar is, is racism? Yes, is yes tartar is racism, right? And <laughs> And as anybody who's ever come from the dentist knows, you feel exceptionally clean, like, you know, and you're shiny and everything else. Um, but all it takes is, you know, the next day and your next burrito or your next sandwich or your next ice cream. And if you run your tongue over the teeth, you're just like, mm, I'm starting to feel a little filmy stuff. Maybe I should go brush. And, and listen, I get it. A lot of our listeners have kids. My own kids don't like to brush their own teeth every, every day. I get it. But we have to because the result of not doing it is not that we can get back to zero. Like now we have to actually go to the dentist and have the tartar scraped off. And I think that's where we are right now. Yeah. 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 At least I'm hoping. At least at least we're I'm, aware. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yes. yes. I think we're aware of the tartar. And again, you know, when I look at the optimism around, you know, an Ossoff and a Warnock coming in, it gives us the opportunity to be bold that was not the time to be timid like we need to floss every no. single tooth and brush every single surface because we may not although i think the midterm elections are shaping up very well for democrats right now um we need to be on guard about that and so take yeah. a page from mitch mcconnell when you have power use it in an unapologetic and incredibly blunt way to get what mm -hmm. you want done and don't apologize for it. Don't apologize for having no. power. Yeah. yeah. No Canadian yeah. sorries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we won the Senate, sorry. <laughs> we have we only have a we only have a thin majority in the House. Mm, is it enough to pass rules? Yes, I'm sorry. Like, no, it's enough of that. Enough of exactly. that. And, and you know what? Exactly. Let's, let's Hey, Sebastian, let's try this power trip thing out for a while. Let's, we may like exactly. it. Exactly. Well, and, and if, if you and I are right, which mm -hmm. we which always we normally are. are. Yes, yes. And by normally, <laughs> I mean always. <laughs> then, then coming out of this, uh, you know, the Republican Party is, is torn apart and pitted against itself because you've got, you know, uh, you've got, I mean, they, they literally were, were storming the Capitol saying, hang Pence. That's not party unity. Like, that's really, really, really dysfunctionally broken. Justice um, Roberts, we're coming for you? I know. It's insane. Like, it, it's, I mean, obviously, it's insane. And it's, you know, it's, uh, it's the, the um, back to your piranha metaphor. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, they, they they made their tent big enough for complete raving lunatics to, to come in and now they run the place, you know? So it's very, very hard to see how, um, uh, how they're going to have, uh, you know, a unified base mm -hmm. going into the midterms, which means we should pick up a lot of seats and probably some Senate seats too. I, I would think so. I would, I would, you know, I, I 
because I think there's 33 senators. I think this is the year when 34 were up. So if we have 33 senators going up, I believe 21 Republicans and 12 Democrats. And if we ignore Look the at people you. that are in, oh, you know, political insider. Ah, well, it's called the interwebs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the idea is if we take out the senators that are in either reliably blue or reliably red states, you know, there's probably, if I remember the math correctly, I think about 10 Republican senators that could be in danger across those five states and roughly, I think, three or two or three, maybe three or four Democrats that are that are in toss up states. Right. Um, and mm. I think that I'm, I'm ign not ignoring, but I didn't count in the uh, Warnock uh, race because I think he's up again in 2022. So now I think that math is going right. to change like plus one, minus one on the other side. But um, right, that's a right. lot of that's a lot of seats to defend from the minority. Sure is. You know, and especially when I expect that there's going to be some movement on student debt. I expect that there's going to be movement on another stimulus. Yes. Um, it, it's going to be Things very that difficult. people like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so beyond what they like, Sebastian. It's what people need. Like the things yeah, that need, I think yeah. Joe Biden can do as a part of this administration are going to hit directly at it. I expect there to be a, I, listen, I expect Secretary Buttigieg to do an incredible job talking about infrastructure week. Like he's gonna mm -hmm. make infrastructure sexy somehow. I don't mm -hmm. know how he's gonna do it, but he's gonna do it. And people are gonna get behind that. And it's gonna be an instant shot to the arm. There's gonna be an increase in one people needing jobs. It's gonna be an increase in, you know, cement. There's gonna be a, like all of these things that infrastructure helps do. Yeah. And the fact that our bridges are crumbling across the nation so yeah. that we actually need to do it. Like it's not that oh, we're- absolutely. I yeah, mean, infrastructure week is, is a, a joke that's really funny about how ineffectual Trump is, but mm. B, also something we definitely really need. I mean, there's something you know, like two, like two to $3 trillion worth of public infrastructure that is under the, that needs easy, renewal. Easy. And, and I mean, you know, everything from water systems, hello, Flint, <laughs> to the electrical grid, to, as you said, bridges, dams, like it's, it goes on and on and on. And on. And, I, you know, for those of us who remember, um, I forgot the name of the highway, but the bridge that collapsed in Minnesota strictly right. because it was old and decrepit and people yeah. had known the fact, like it had been noted by structural engineers that, you know, this bridge is in danger. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, what it was, it's old, it's decrepit. It was built to hold, what, 100,000 vehicles a day. It's doing three times that. Right. You know, right. <laughs> um, and, you know, but, you know, that's the way our founders meant it to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The originalists said, you know, we should only use wood for our bridges. So that's all we're going to do. Um, and, and, you know, I think the other part is, you know, a lot of these things are in red states, right? Like, it's not anything where we're talking about urban renewal. We're talking about entire civic and country renewal. And it's going to be very difficult, I think, for the Republicans to be the party of no, again, assuming that they're even unified, mm -hmm. because I'm looking at you know, Larry Hogan and Doug Ducey and, you know, uh, uh, DeWine in terms of governors. And then I'm looking at, you know, the other side of that party. And it's like, I, I you know, I have popcorn. I'm like John Stewart. I'm, I'm putting it in my mm -hmm. mouth. I want to watch, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I don't know if the Larry Hogan, you know, Link, uh, Lincoln project, um, you know, what I guess I'm sort of less bashing crazy Republican Party. I don't know if they really know and understand one, how deeply this is metastasized. Mm -hmm. And are they really willing to get their hands and gloves bloody to fight 
off that which is growing inside of their chest. I think they think that with Trump gone, it's going to yeah. be easy to do this. And right. I would tend to disagree. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, <laughs> well I think, but Sebastian, aren't we already seeing? Are we well, already yeah. seeing a little? I mean, I know it's yeah. difficult because Trump is still president and he's still on the scene and, you know, he still has. That's the thing is it's, it's you know, I mean, that that reality distortion field that he he projected out on the Capitol Hill on mm. Wednesday, like they did, they thought that this was the Q storm, right? That they were going to storm yes, the Capitol. This, this and is it. Some magical thing was going to happen and Trump would be president for another four years and he would pardon them all or get, you know, get them a pay for their legal expense or whatever. It was completely magical thinking. Like, yeah. And you could tell they're posting back to, to parlor. Somebody has yes, let's talk about that now. <laughs> analysis of the of the posts from that day on Parlor, and there's GPS data on every single video post, and there's tons of them from inside the Capitol building. So they're inside the Capitol building, stealing stuff and and taking selfies and and posting video of themselves doing it. Like, oh. not a great idea, guys. So anyway, well, I, uh, sorry the, no, to to, no, no. to to circle back. So my point is it's hard to know how much of that magical thinking persists after Trump is not seen to be in a position of power, right? Cause mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's their Mussolini or whatever. And he's, he's the most masculine man who's ever been mm -hmm. president. Mm -hmm. And he has magical powers to, uh, to, you know, round up the, the Democrats and the rhinos and transform this country into this, you know, white utopia. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that, that, whatever i won't call it a belief system because it's a it's a disbelief system yeah <laughs> yes. disbelief in reality system mm -hmm. is that it, it relies on the perception that he is in this position of power once he's out of the office of presidency and probably under criminal investigation and or you know bankrupt because the banks aren't are saying they're not going to loan him anything more mm. like how <laughs> then then they're the the snake's head is cut off you know what i mean like yeah i can't they can't Unless somebody else emerges, and I don't think it's Don Jr. To, to fill that 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 dark charismatic role, I think it takes a lot of the air out of the tires, and we're back to the fragmented, you know, network of white supremacist uh, uh, organizations around the country that you know, Anti Defamation League and Southern uh, um, oh, Poverty Law Center. Legal mm -hmm. Center, Law Center uh, track and try to try to feed leads to the fbi about you know like yeah well so. and that's the other part like <clears throat> I, I i understand that our law enforcement agencies work very hard but you do have a lot of people that i mean if you want to i mean we can even rotate over to the whole parlor thing but you know th like you said the a aclu you know the southern poverty law center um these are individuals who spent a lot of time helping not do criminal investigations, but at least feeding leads. Like if you want to know what's happening with white supremacy in the United States, yeah. I, I know yeah. a guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And here's the thing, they're more than willing to share with what they what they have with you. And in some cases Absolutely. where they feel, you know, that maybe law enforcement needs to be aware, they 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 actively do that. But we know where we know where white supremacists are. We know who they are. Mm -hmm. We know the organizations. We can recognize a pattern amongst them. Going back to your other point, it doesn't matter how they dress. Like their online and their media footprint is always the same. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, 
maybe it's I mean they are in, in a sense they are an evangelical organization right they're, yeah. they're always looking for converts so yes well, they gotta hang their shingle out and say hey mm-hmm. yeah you're right it's you I, yeah. I want to tell you the good news <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so you know when I you know I think part of and I, I think you and I have maybe said this before if not um, I'm sure we would have because it's incredibly smart you know, the idea that, you know, freedom of speech does not equal freedom of consequences. And, you know, seeing so many people who are put on no-fly lists, seeing so many individuals, mm-hmm. like you said, um, having their GPS-enabled, you know, biometric storing electronic device, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, used to locate them, right? And the idea that, and I think that's the other thing I talked about, Sebastian, is that the idea that people did this because they didn't realize it was wrong. Like, you very rarely... Yeah post pictures of you committing a crime and the yeah. idea that so many individuals didn't even know it was a crime you know yeah. that was, <laughs> i think i may have sent you that tweet about you know tweet uh, the tweet about the young lady who was set to the animaniacs you know song like and they, they pushed me out and maced me like why what were you doing i was just standing <laughs> yeah. there in the capital so illegally in the middle of an insurrection and they decided to mace me <laughs> so unfair Oh, bad cops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, you know, that, that, and so I, I know we're, we're coming, you know, somewhat to the end, although we can go as long as we want, but as a, as someone who is involved, both of us work for software companies, right? So let's talk a little bit about how Parler got owned on multiple mm-hmm. levels mm-hmm. and, and how I don't think people understand how technology works, like mm-hmm. deleting your Parler account is not going to save you. Deleting your your Twitter account will save you. Um, no. I don't think a lot of people know about the way. I don't think. Well, and and just the fact that storage is cheap, right? I mean, <laughs> yes. Like, this yes. stuff is is archived because it's you know I mean uh, it's in um, like Twitter's own best interest to be able mm-hmm. to comply with law enforcement. <laughs> mm-hmm. We we need to know what was happening about two weeks ago. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody tweeted, uh, I wonder if these guys know about geofencing warrants. Because <laughs> that's a thing. So a thing. basically, if your phone was on mm-hmm. inside the geofence within mm-hmm. a time frame, then they have data on you. Not just, and it's not just like I posted a picture. It's like they have, like, every time your phone pings a tower, How about it's, that? it's, logged so you know your movements down to about you know plus or minus 10 feet that's that's what the log is i think that i so i can tell you what the excuse is um my phone wanted to go and participate (laughs) so i took my phone just so they could see what was happening it kept insisting i take pictures yes yes You know, it's son of Sam with the talking dog. One is a seditionist. (laughs) Exactly. I got I got the Samsung seditionist eight. I thought it was fine. (laughs) Well, you know, it's those damn Korean phones, Sebastian. That's 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 the problem. Um, That's exactly right. At some point in time, is somebody going to say, "I don't have a I don't have a seditious phone in my body"? Is (laughs) someone say that? (laughs) You just did. (laughs) But yeah, that that whole idea of you know, the excuses of, and, and, you know, for those of us who have paid attention, we see it 
with the racial aspect, you know, I don't have a racist bone in my body. I have lots of black friends, you know, I have all these other things. The excuse of my phone was stolen, I think is gonna be is is gonna be used by a lot of people. It won't yeah. work. No. Nope. Um, but nope. it's still I, I think again, going to what we talked about, because I don't think people, some people on in that crowd realize how technology works. You know, it's kind of like when oh, the yeah. so, gets caught staying out. <laughs> they just like, like they just throw every yeah. lie at the Go ahead. You were saying. Did you did you read uh, the account of how all of Parler was archived, or like ninety five percent of it was archived before uh, AWS turned it off? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, but but you know what? For the listener, please. Yes. Because it's yes. tasty. <laughs> so Twitter started banning you know uh, uh, extra special spicy talk, mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and they got annoyed, so they said, "Let's make our own Twitter." So they set up uh, Parler. Which I think is hilarious because it's it's parlay and it's mm-hmm. French for talk, which means mm. it's like I thought I thought that freedom fries meant you know ah. from freedom fries on we were we weren't going to do French. I thought words. we hated the French. I really thought we hated the French. It's like Ricky Bobby. I kept on oh. waiting for somebody to make a freedom talk joke, but uh, it was too. Well, crepes you like crepes, right? Well, they're just little French pancakes. <laughs> 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 but yes, I'm anyway, sorry. so they stand up WordPress to do it. And then they build mobile apps to use Word, the WordPress backend. Um, they required a photo of your driver's license or passport mm-hmm. to ver- validate your ID mm-hmm. and your social security number. So the, the good guy hackers um, that we know of uh, were able to use public APIs, no hacking involved. Yes, they, they, yes. They just used a regular old... Um, a uh, uh, public API to that was sequentially numbered. By the way, the posts just went from one to n, where n was several was million two, posts. Two point one billion was it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So they were able to just run the numbers and say, "Give me that post. Give me that post. Give me mm-hmm. that post. Give me that." And archive the whole thing with metadata, so their GPS uh, coordinates on their uh, time of day, like carrier, probably phone identify identification, IMEI. Who knows what else? But and that's just the good guys. We don't know if the uh, if darker forces potentially hacked, really hacked that yeah. site pulled down all of their driver's licenses and mm-hmm. all their socials, which is like terrifying. Because WordPress, for those who are not in the industry, has a terrible reputation for, for security. <laughs> it's It comes out of the box. It is not broken. secure. And it yeah, takes, exactly. It takes, it's broken. It takes and- years of expertise to know how to not break it, basically. It's incredibly broken platform. But, know, sorry, Matt Mellenweg, you've made a ton of money off it. It's great in a lot of ways. It is not good for security. But what is this, Sebastian? It is cheap and it is easy it's to free. use. Yes. Right? That's and yeah. and and when you look at again short-sightedness. So I was, you know, similar on why the technology is so bad. I think something along the lines of um, you know, I think they what was it? They in in the table database. I think you could only have like up to two point one or two point two billion um, entries based on how they set it up. Like so, they ran out of space, and that's the reason yeah. why you know they were down. Not but not necessarily during the uh, insurrection, but I think a couple of weeks before they experienced an outage where they just couldn't do anything else. And you know, all of the data scientists on Twitter that you read were just like, I saw what was happening, and I was just like, oh please, tell me they didn't do X Y Z. And sure enough. Like what, what did they what did they do? Um, 
what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> and and I think you and I hit on this. I don't know, I forgot. Maybe it was two or three podcasts ago. But when we talk about the internet work that ordinary citizens are doing to help identify mm. individuals, when we talk about you know the parlor not even a hack, right? Because hack involves that you break something, no, you leave something on the table, there yeah. it is. No, it was an archivist project, yes. basically. Yep. Um, and so we talked before about what happens when the smart people get pissed. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I think we're seeing just a taste of that now. And this is only yeah. what we see publicly. Like, yeah. you you mentioned the dark forces. Well, the yeah, go ahead. No. Oh, just the, the coordination and the swiftness with which they got kicked off all the services was, I mean, that was, that was a hundred percent coordinated and probably coordinated behind the scenes by governmental forces. I would think and, so. And probably, probably the incoming administration, frankly. Yeah. Like, I would be shocked if there wasn't some tech savvy <laughs> Biden administration, like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, whatever, uh, staffer to be who will be a staffer on the, on the 20th, who like, you know, called his buddies um in uh, in the various uh, tech companies and said okay so as of four o'clock here's what yeah, you're gonna do this is exactly. it rolled out so quickly well and that's the other part like normally these things take decisions and i was reading a story about um a northern idaho um, internet service provider that cut off access to twitter and facebook because they said that they were concerned about censorship which is really odd so let me get to say you're you're so concerned about censorship that you're going to censor people okay <laughs> however you know i'm not sure they know what that word means i frankly. don't think they know what that means and i think also sebastian what this whole thing is showing me in addition to that we truly have um, a lot of white supremacist blood throwing through our veins is i don't think people really understand what terms of service mean like i see all of you know i'm part of that you know, my Verizon phone comes up. I'm not reading all 18 pages, but I guarantee you, um, you know, that Northern Idaho internet service provider is going to get a call from the lawyers of Twitter and Facebook mm -hmm. articulating, you know, why they're about to be shut down because you can't just arbitrarily as an internet service provider cut off access. Um, yeah. But, you know, for those of us who have been following these cases, thanks to, you know, a baker in Colorado and a yeah. pizza maker in Indiana, like it's been firmly established that private companies do not have to take and service people. And if they find individuals who violate their terms of service, they are well within their rights to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's uh, I think part of what I've seen some of the conservative hits are well, you know, and this is and this is when you know they've lost the argument. Why is Twitter banning him now? Why didn't they ban him earlier? Mm, that's not <laughs> the argument you want to make. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so <sweetie>. you're saying <laughs> so you're saying <laughs> that they should have banned him much much earlier based on this and since they let it go like and i think that's the other part you know i don't even think people understand how laws work like you know i don't have to prosecute everybody who walks across my lawn right i can choose right. That's right. <laughs> to it's prosecute pressing people charges. Would you exactly like to press right. charges? <laughs> no, yes no, I would not at this time. <laughs> you know, and so, yeah, the idea yeah. that because they didn't do it before, um, they should do it now. It's um, I, so I, I will I will offer, you know, two. Um, I will offer two parts um, at the, you know, if we're close to the end. Um, one. Um, there was a whole lot on, on, not necessarily Black Twitter, but definitely some Black news networks that talked about um, 
obviously the disparate response, right? And and mm -hmm. in terms of you know, <laughs> just How in terms of the response, right? It, it was it was bad, and you know, I hope that we can call a thing a thing. Um, but when I read about the idea that people are, you know, that some of these groups are looking forward to doing this on state capitals on the 20th, and I'm just like, hmm, I remember those pictures from the summer. You mean redo mm -hmm. this again? Because I remember Michigan. I remember, you know, mm -hmm. Oregon. I remember all of these cities where, you know, there was a dry run of this. And I think the other thing, and again, you know, just kind of going back to not necessarily word text, but just things in general, there seems to be a lot of people saying this is not who we are as a country. And I have to tell you, that is probably the most annoying, frustrating thing out of all yeah, of this. No shit. I, I, I understand that this is not who you who think we want you to are. be. Yeah, it's not who you want us to be. And it's definitely not who you think we are. Um, but this did not happen in some sort of mm -hmm. hypothetical test tube. Like this no. happened in real time. And I'm concerned that there are good people who in an effort to try and heal the country really don't understand how deeply metastasized this cancer yeah, is. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I was very worried about that yesterday and today mm -hmm. that it feels like the tide is turning. Yes. There's more, you know, like the the corporate donors saying there's, they're, they're not going to um, contribute yes. to anybody who opposed the mm -hmm. state's uh, electorate. That's, yep. I mean, that's, that's, That's why huge. McConnell now is 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 in the New York Times. They're saying that he um, is pleased with what Nancy Pelosi is doing with impeachment. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> which is uh, that's quite a turnaround. Yeah, um, I, I but would he, not he knows which that. side of the bread is is buttered. So, um, and also just a quick update yeah, from yeah. the House. Um, so Pence formally rejected uh, invoking the twenty fifth. Okay. So he, he wrote a letter back to um, Pelosi saying, um, you know, with only whatever, eight days left in the presidency, that's just mm. uh, like not a thing for national unity. So like, he's still mm. trying to toe that line of like, we have to unite now. But I, I hear far more voices saying, you know, uh, it's called a truth and reconciliation process yeah. because truth comes first, right? Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. It's not called the reconciliation and forget process. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it's, it's, let's brush this away and yeah. then reconcile. Oh, nope. Well, glad that's over. Mission accomplished. Aren't we glad? Well, that and this, this country has been kicking the can yes. down the road since yes. Ronald Reagan, basically. I mean, oh, Ronald you know, Reagan Ronnie, was... I, I was going to yeah. go with uh, Lincoln, but go ahead. <laughs> true true enough Proceed. i just think there, but there was progress in the 60s and 70s yes, yes. Uh, in civil rights in uh in women's liberation and the equal rights amendment um yes uh, in the voters rights act voter, uh, sorry the, the civil rights act um that that scared the shit out of mm -hmm. the uh the white folk in this country mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and as a result you got reagan yes and reagan got into power by by you know opening the tent up to beyond fiscal small c conservatism and and uh uh you know whatever um, big e evangelicalism yeah exactly and that the, the mean, and, and and the the and the the white supremacists the, yes. the then more closeted white supremacists and and from that era, I mean, don't forget that's that's literally when we first started knowing about American skinheads was mm -hmm. in the Reagan eras, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, they existed before. Clearly, there's the Klan and all that crap, but like a, a modern form of white supremacy started, you know, contemporaneously with the Reagan administration, 
And we've just been fooling ourselves ever since. We've been going like, oh, yeah, sure, there's problems, but, you know, uh, whatever, it's economic disparity or mm -hmm. social, you know, issues or whatever. Or, you know, I mean, the fact that Bernie Sanders still says this is about uh, economic anxiety. It's like, yeah. Bernie, come <sighs> on. Like, that's, that's not progressivism. That's like head in sandism. It's really, it really stupid. Is. And, and really and, grating. And it's, and it's not aging well. Like, it's... No. <laughs> No, every day it becomes more apparent this is about race, 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 race. Like, you know, like there's a number of pieces about the participants in the rally, the rally that turned into a riot on yeah. Wednesday. They weren't like economically deprived people. These were suburbanites. These are people who, who were able know, to buy a ticket or somehow get yes. on the road. And stay at the Hyatt and shit. Like, I mean, <laughs> like... There, it's not an uprising of the lower classes. It's not. The proletariat it's, has spoken. It has yeah. not. I mean, not to mention the amount of money they spend on their tactical gear and their How about like, that? military cosplay and their ARs and shit, which are $1,500 each. And every time they bust one of these lunatics, they've got like a dozen of them. Like, yeah, well, it's, <sighs> say anyway. that part, Seb. Say that part, because you're right. It's, it's this whole idea. To, and, and again, We'll just say it over and over again until we're never right. Um, I, I because there was, I was having a and they were like, "Oh, is Trump the worst president ever?" And I very quickly came back and said, "No, it's Reagan." And they're like, "What are you talking about? Hmm. Three hundred fifty thousand people dead. The racism, you know, the dividing the country." I was like, "I have a couple of words for you: crack, AIDS, Iran Contra, Reaganomics." Yeah, yeah. I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the neocons, right? I mean, yeah. he brought Rumsfeld and Cheney yes. and like he yes. was the guy who brought all of and what's his name? Wolfowitz and like mm -hmm. those evil fuckers like Jesus. They they really are the, the American uh, uh, version of the Islamic extremists. They are. They at are. At the same time, starting to get take hold in the Middle East, well, right? I, like, I mean, you, you, you hit it. I mean, not only Wahhabism. The... Yeah. <laughs> Not not only the extremists from a political standpoint, but Falwell and you know Pat mm -hmm. Robertson and Bu I mean Buchanan, obviously a neocon. But you're right, all Casper Weinberger. I mean James Watt. Mm -hmm. Like you know, we're still recovering from some of the things that Casper Weinberger did. We're yeah. still recovering from some of the EPA decisions that James Watt did. You know, I mean, just all of these things. And you're right, it really was in my mind. I said the worst people. I said so. You know, yeah, it's bad because it's in our rearview mirror and it's close and it feels very visceral. Um, yeah, I said, but but you you're know, right; it's the culmination. There were millions of people that Reagan some either disfranchised or I would say killed um, by lack mm -hmm. of an action. And I'd say mm -hmm. you know the drug war. Wasn't I mean, three strikes? Three strikes was also three? under the Reagan era as well. I, I th was it three strikes or did that come in the crime bill for '92? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. 92. Said, yeah, it was. Well, in, right. In, in 92 was three strikes. In Reagan's time, it was one strike or zero strikes. Yeah, you're right. Right? You're like, right. that's 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 the, the thing that people forget is the Democrats were trying to soften <laughs> the Reagan drug era policies. Yeah, and exactly, right? Like, how do we how do we fix this? So, you know, if it, it like I said, it, it because it was you know, X number of days ago, what, six days ago, because it's so raw, because it's so, and I understand that people want to, and, and it, again, it was something that had never happened. And I get mm -hmm. that, but let us not, 
let us not think that this all of a sudden sprang up. Like some no. people are talking about this, like, no. wow, like whew, that happened fast. Actually, it happened as a slow burn for yeah. the last 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely true. I mean, that's the, the history uh, will be written of, of this, this yes. era in American politics and culture, starting with Reagan for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and sure. it's um, and this is. I mean, we can only hope, and it feels right now today like we're in the the end game of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know, the the last convulsions, and the convulsions are violent, and they are really unpleasant, and they're scary and risky. But I only see diminishing power from here on out. I really do, and I think that, you know the idea is you have to keep your pedal, you know, to the metal, as it were. Yes, and, and don't. I think that's the thing. Like, let us not let us not be accepting of who we got a lot out of that. Like, no, this must be no. driven. <laughs> and no, we need a real us. progressive agenda, yeah. which is progressive. That, yes. that find yes. that sets like goals for progress that are, are incrementally moved towards every year. Like from and year measured to year, I want to evaluate more and more. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, yes. you know, I'd, I'd offer that one of the ways. <laughs> what are those? Are they, what is the, the, the acronym? Is it SMART goals? I can't yes, yes. SMART, measurable, um, and art. I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah, <and> art. <laughs> We're not good um, at our, our management. I know. Our, our, our acronyms need to get much, much better. But um, no, nah, this was, uh, I don't know. What, so, so what, what did you say? Yes, well, yes. Let's, let's do our, let's, 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 let's do our thing. Yes, let us do our like, thing. Where do you think we are next Tuesday? <laughs> it's so the, 19th. That, the 19th. It's the day before the inauguration. You know, I mean, based on our thing on the fifth Sebastian, I am, I am hesitant to make any predictions, yeah. but, but understandable. You know, <laughs> no, um, where we are on the 19th, um, Trump has been, uh, Trump has been impeached. Yeah. Um, at least by the House. Um, yeah. And I think that, again, the the tactical aspects and instincts of Mitch McConnell may come to bear that if he sees that it is in the best interest of his diminishing power to yeah. um, to do this, because I don't think he wants to turn this over to a Democratic Senate. So, you know, I know that the Senate's in recess and then I slated to come back into the 19th. Right. But, you know, I don't think he wants to turn this over to Schumer. And so I think yeah. he will act upon it before. Um I think that we will have some initial reports um, and some initial internal investigations um, that reveal the depth and depravity and how deeply this is inside of um, the Capitol Police. I think there's going to be a release of emails or phone calls that that actually lay out the timeline of what was requested and when and who turned it down. Yep. Um, well, and also which members of Congress were yes. in contact with the yes. rioters as yes. they stormed the friggin' Capitol. That's the other thing. Again, I don't think you understand how technology works. Deleting your account will not save you. But I think, yeah, there's yeah. going to be there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot more information. And I think the Internet sleuths um, that we've seen who have identified people so far are going to are going to continue their work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going to continue to work. What do you what do you see for uh, the 19th? Um, I'm pretty much the same as you. I think there may okay. be some thwarted, um, uh, uh, like violent acts. I don't think mm, there's okay. going to be any particular gathering. I think that, you know, I mean, um, 
the people like so i think there's like two classes roughly there's the the completely naive seditionists who are mm. now going like wait i i could have federal charges <laughs> i may have just ruined my life yeah. if they actually <laughs> see me on in one of those pictures mm -hmm. oh those people are not going to the state no. capitals <laughs> or to dc again <laughs> nope and then, and then there's the the quote unquote professionals, the 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 ones with a little bit yes. more training, which are the scary dudes. You see, like there's a, a line of them that pushed right through the crowd to mm -hmm. when they reached the Capitol. That were all in you know helmets and tactical gear, uh, with their faces covered noticeably. Like that's the one differentiator. It's like interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. In the anti-masker crowd, these guys realized <laughs> there was other reasons to wear masks. Yes. Um, you know, I think that for the most part, they're they're kind of goofballs anyway mm -hmm. um and uh and you know like i said they may try to do things like the the governor whitner uh plot but mm. they don't have a lot of time to pull anything off um because they really were counting on this yes to be yeah the big the one big the storm or whatever yes um so uh and also at this point the fbi um and all other law enforcement uh, agencies are have so much egg on their face they are going to be working like day and night to try to mm -hmm. avoid any further embarrassment right the yes. ones the good ones the bad yeah. ones are are probably going to be laying low because they don't want to be caught because they know that there's more scrutiny now mm -hmm. um and they may have been involved in some of the uh the the do nothing um preparations and efforts to intervene uh which puts them at risk so uh, in short i don't think there's a lot of risk but like i also didn't think that wednesday was gonna happen so mm -hmm. <laughs> but i i really didn't i didn't count on you know i thought if there's uh as we've seen if there's a mega rally there'll be the same level of security as there is when there's a black lives matter rally right i mean mm -hmm. i didn't count on on the fix being in to the degree that there was like yeah. one tenth the police presence like it yeah it was it was really, really shocking when I saw the first images of what was going on. I was like, wait a minute, like, um, there's nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I laugh, but I, I can't even make a comment. Yeah, it's-, it's... I know, I know. It was, it was I mean, it, I think you're right. We're, what the, the investigations are going, we're gonna have a continuous dribble of information mm -hmm. of like, oh no, it was much more dire than we even thought at the time. Yes, like, yes. You know, I mean, uh, and and more. The fix was in in more ways. More agencies, more organizations, more parts of the government were uh, in, complicit in this. In I mean, so many people had to be involved. And as we know, <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> theories are not credible because you never can find the giant network of people <laughs> who would be required to pull something <laughs> like that off. This time, we're going to find the giant yeah. network of people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They're right there in front of us. We know some of their names already. Like, mm -hmm. it's uh, you're right. It, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a reckoning. And you know, I, I think what'll end up happening is you know, friends and neighbors are going to look and say, "Wow, is that you know, yeah, Bob from oh, it's already street? happening. Oh yeah, it's already. You're seeing it on Twitter all the time. It's like I know that guy. Like, mm -hmm. why is the FBI calling me? <laughs>
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That was where, that. Where one. were you That's last my Wednesday? Son. <laughs> yeah. yeah Brock proudly. That's my son. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, why is the FBI trying to capture and contact me? Yeah, it, uh, so, yeah, I don't think there's enough of the hardcore and enough time for them to organize. So, yeah. I, I don't think we're at. And also, like I said, I think, you know, there's already, they've ordered 15,000 National Guard. I saw that. Capital. I saw like, that. That's probably sufficient. <laughs> you know, well, and here's the thing, you know, when you <laughs> clearly um, when you mess up once, you're going to overcompensate. That's um, right. Because, exactly. you know, if if that if something like that even comes close to happening again, um, you know, I think at this point they're trying to protect and serve and say, see, it's not all of us. See, we can actually do it right. And I don't know that I don't know that 15,000 people and getting the inauguration right is going to be enough to protect you, um, you know from the trink trank um that happened on on january 6th this is just not gonna be enough you know that trump stink and that trump stank is is permeating not only through your clothes now like it's actually permeating your pores like it's running through your yeah. bloodstream and you just can't it's altered their dna and they're gonna yeah they're like gonna you have can't extricate skin that. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and bad hair <laughs> so let's close on this um i i have a i have a i have a name a suggested name for our episode um, but are we yes. doing that yet? Or are we going to talk about, you know, what's next? Yeah, no, 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 let's do it. Do so, it. Um, I have two as well. So I was going to offer enjoy the twilights um, because without Trump tweeting, I was amazed by how much <laughs> space he had taken up in my head and the head of all of America and the fact that he was kicked off of a private company's, you know, social platform. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go with enjoy the twilights. <laughs> So my two candidates are also quotes from you. So one oh, okay. you're going to name this. Mm. One was GOP tone defecation. <laughs> okay. Okay. And the other was I don't have a seditious phone in my pocket. <laughs> oh man, this is like a Sophie's choice. Um... Yeah, your choice. Which one of your babies? <laughs> I know, right? Which one of my babies do I love the most? Um, <laughs> only because phones actually don't go inside. Although it's a great one, I kind of like it. Um, so I'm gonna have to go with. Um, I'm gonna have to go with GOP tone defecation. Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just feels right <laughs> for so many right. reasons. It does. <laughs> Excellent. Right, although, although I will say that could be the highlighted title, but I don't have a seditious one in my body. It could definitely be one of the sentence descriptions. Like maybe we could just, sure. this is too much goodness to let go. So I'll leave it to you. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Good stuff. It really man. is. Well, um, I guess I'll see you. At, I mean, we'll probably talk again, but our next recording is going to be on the 19th pre uh, inauguration. Um, and I am, I still have a backlog of recording Rick to deal with. Hey, listen, apologize. the people who like Sorry, us, listener. They, they get what they get when we give it to them. They'll take what we give and like it. It is free after all. It is, you know, now if they start paying us, you know, we might have to talk. We have to talk. Then we're but, on the hook. Yeah, <laughs> then we're on the hook. But no. Um, we should set up, set up a GoFundUs. Hmm. <laughs> Although maybe one thing we will talk about is the idea that um, somebody I just read is setting up $50 million to uh, help people who have uh, been charged with uh, mm. the, the uh, impeachment supporters. So we'll see about that. We'll save that for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but no, we'll get but, some of that. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Why not? Um, so listen, have a great rest of the week. Um, Thank you. Bless you, Sheila. Everybody is the... Uh,